When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How about those New York football giants? Big Blue Bay. Shannon, did you see him? Tommy DeVito? The Paisan? Yeah, yeah. He got, he got it done. He got it done. Shannon, you were feeling good about it. You were like those giants. Hi, guys. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being with us here on First Take. Two Monday night games last night. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, Stephen A. already introduced everybody, so we'll get this party started. Do we have an A-list later? Of course we do. Of course we do. I'm feeling. Feel, are you yeah. feeling a little nervous? That about is it? just yeah. bad, man. You know, you're not. You're not showing any objectivity. That's whatsoever. a lie. That's a lie. You just a. suck up to the Cowboy to, fans. That's what you. You know they vote. That's where you. I know your game. I know your game. It's a setup. No, no. It's a setup. You're such a dog, man. By the way, before we go, why could I not get into the building? This there's like eight thousand cameras. This and that. They're like, oh, there's a Stephen A. Shoe. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just climb up the ladder and get in the building. Are you ready for this? That was not about me. I did a favor for J.J. Reddick and something he's producing. Oh, oh of course. J.J. That is not me big time. J. J. That was J. 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 I mean, Club J.J. J. 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 one too. day, J.J. Yeah. Reddick the yeah. next. I mean, damn, oh, Stephen A. is just a regular the, old dude. The, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just that's regular the old dude. J.J. Reddick operation. That's the J. J. Makes J. J. sense. Operation. Went to Duke. You know, right. it all makes sense. Yes. We go. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Anything can happen on any given Monday. Just ask the Titans who stunned the Dolphins with a one-point loss, 28-27. Miami blew a 14-point fourth-quarter lead and a chance to sit atop the AFC. Here's Mike McDaniel on that lost opportunity. We all get to share the share the blame, in, in, in my opinion, or I, I at least know the locker room felt um, 100% responsible. I think that's what you want. I think um, there's a lot of people that are going to be, uh, it's going to be tough to go to sleep tonight, including myself. So um, that, that, that's not something that you can do and expect to, win football games and uh, you can't uh, it's a hard hard lesson but no league safe uh, I think that's that's one of the tougher parts about it all right coming straight to the HOF or here Shannon do you trust the Dolphins to make a deep playoff run I don't and Stephen A we talked about this yesterday we wanted to see the Dolphins if they had to step up in competition they're going to play Buffalo later this this year and they got the Dolphins in two weeks so we wanted to see when they stepped up in competition well hell this is, allegedly they stepped down in competition the one thing we know about the Tennessee Titans coached by Mike Vrabel is that they're a physical football team you might beat them but you don't want to play them again in a couple of days and the difference in the game was the physicality in which the Tennessee Titans played at Teams had been 767 and oh, with a 14 point lead with three minutes left in the ball game. Let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen at home. 767 and oh, with a 14 point lead with three minutes to go. Not only did they have a 14 point lead with three minutes to go, they were at home Saturday in Stephen A. You've got, if you are what you believe you are, you must maintain that lead. And what did they do? Three and out, three and out. 
and the Tennessee Titans get the football and go right back down the field with a Jalen Ramsey, with a Xavier Howard, with a Christian Wilkins, with a, allegedly, supposedly a top-ranked defense. That's not good football. And the team that got, they got beat by last night, that's not the Ravens. That's not the Ravens. I just don't it, – it, and it just goes to show me, to a, a MVP case – took a serious hit last night. He looked very marginal. He looked very average without Tyreek. And the moment Tyreek comes back into the ball game, the offense gets some fluidity to it. Tennessee Tennessee probably should have won that game Saturday by 21 points. Had they not had all those miscues, oh, they blow the doors off the Miami Dolphins, especially after uh, uh, Tyreek gets hurt. Yeah, I have my concerns, serious concerns about the Miami Dolphins because this seemingly is a reoccurring theme from what we've seen from them, especially when they step up in competition. Last night, the Tennessee Titans had been reeling, and they went to Miami and did a, a job on them on a Monday night. Well, well, let's not forget the fact they got a rookie quarterback. Essentially, I mean, this, I mean, this is this is what happens. And still, they go out there and they and and they outperform the Miami Dolphins. And we also make a. I mean, the best one of the best cases for Tyreek Hill as MVP was made last night. Absolutely, when out yes. in the first quarter, we saw how anemic their offense was, yep. which lent itself towards what I've been saying all season long. It's that dude that's been making it happen, not Tua. Tua when sacked sacked five times last night. When sacked three or more times, more than three times in a game, all right, they're 0-3. When he sacked less than three times, they're 9-0. Yeah. That's what the situation is with Miami. Well, you have learned some. Talk about O-line play? Yes. Oh, my word. Say big man balling. Big man balling. That's what I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is you got to protect them. Tua is great when comfortable. You make them uncomfortable, not so much. This is what it comes down to right here. And then when you look at their play against Quality competition. They're still winless, really, against quality competition in the National Football League this year. I take all of those things into consideration. That's what I anticipate you run into once the playoffs arrive. Why should I believe in you? I think that I'm not saying they can't turn it around. I'm not saying they can't win a couple of playoff games. But I think right now, if somebody were to call the Miami Dolphins fraudulent, I can't blame them because you got to be able to beat quality teams in order to have a legitimate legitimacy attached attached to you. And that is not what we have been seeing from the Miami Dolphins in stiff competition. Yeah, I, I will say this. I am not off the, the, the Miami bandwagon. I think this is a very good football team that played a really poor game. And I was but I will say it this way. You had Armstead, their starting left tackle hurt. You had Hunt that was hurt. That was before the game. They lose their center. They fumble a ball right like, like they have they have three guys at the O-line position. So, Stephen A., you made a great point about Tua as a completely different player when he's getting pressured. He was pressured 18 times last night, sacked five times. Again, I think the most to the season was 11 before last night. So the Titans had a great plan. And also the Titans were taking away the middle of the field from the Dolphins, right, where they've made so many massive plays. Tyreek Hill being off the field for that amount of time was monumental for the for the Dolphins. They they because when we've seen the Dolphins struggle, it really has been about Tyreek because the timing of their offense is so vital. But here's the thing: guys are going to get healthy, and they are one of the few teams in the NFL that can explode. Similarly to a San Francisco, I'm not comparing them to San Francisco, but they can score. With a number of whether it's Waddle, whether it's whether it's Hill, whether it's Moster, whether it's Achen, they have so many explosive players. Last night they caught a buzzsaw. And listen, 
I'm with you. You, 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 you. It's it's historic loss, right? Mike McDaniel is a great coach. This is a historic loss. Everybody in that locker room feels sick. It is a it is a miserable feeling. But to write them off in the AFC, other than the Ravens, I'll be honest with you. Other than the Ravens right now, this is probably the best team in the AFC. They played bad, and it was a bad game. But to 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 knock them out of a playoff run, in my opinion, we're short sighted no. as far as. Well, that we're not we're goes. not saying we're not saying we're gonna knock them out of the playoff run. We're just saying at this moment in time because remember. It's fluid. It's fluid. It's, it's fluid. always it's always fluid. It's, fluid. it's, it's always Shannon, fluid. Shannon, Shannon, it's fluid. You understand? What it saying? Is. That it we, is. We, we get all of that. But we're just talking about at this particular moment in time where you can give them credit and look at them and then say, okay, they're a top two or three team in the AFC. What we're talking about is in terms of their Super Bowl aspirations. As you look at the postseason yeah. that is forthcoming and you see what you're seeing from them. Their defense was soft as hell last night. I mean, big play after big play, I, I, and whatever. Let, let me yeah. say this up to that. Please. Phillips being injured has been become a problem because they don't have a close – like the, the closing portion of that team to get a sack, to knock levels, and then they played soft coverage on the back end with the yeah. two great corners. That, to me, allowed Levis to stay in this game. Like, at some point, you do got you, you do got to go, go be aggressive him. on defense. Go yeah, you gotta, you gotta we, go we got to go let it rip. And they, they did not do that. Go, Shannon. Will Levis is 23 of 38, 327 a touchdown and a pick. Hey, can you imagine what DeAndre Hopkins would look like in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform? Reach that, that, bro. Wow. He was free. Remember, he was free. Yep. And you thought Sky Moore, you thought Kadarius Tony, you thought MBS. That was the answer. Just imagine if Patrick Mahomes had him because yep. he did a job last night on two outstanding corners. Yes, he did. Jalen Ramsey didn't see him. Xavier Howard didn't see him. He was cooking everybody. Yes, sir. But this, the problem that I have is, think about it, uh, uh, Saturday, when you look at the AFC, that's Will Levis did that. You don't think Trevor Lawrence can do that? You don't think Lamar Jackson can do that? Right. Even, even Kansas City with all their issues, they still have Patrick Mahomes, and he's already beat them on a neutral site. Right. Now, he would probably have to go to Miami, but it gives teams a lot more confidence after seeing what Tennessee did to them, and they said, we're better offensively than hey, Tennessee. by the way. By the way, are we sure? Are we sure he might have to go to Miami? I know you said probably you weren't definite, but but what I'm saying True. is the only one game less. The only True. one game less. They get the same record. If Miami loses another game, Kansas City wins. wins you get head the tiebreaker because you it, beat them. But, right? but here's the thing: the, Dol- the Dolphins really have everything. If the, Do- the Dolphins got the Ravens coming up, so everybody we, we can we can all right. forecast. But they're gonna play them if they if, if the Dolphins win out, everything's gonna go through Miami. That's so right. when you but so they, they got the, they, they got lose. the Jets coming up. They got the yeah, so but that right. Ravens game like Cowboys, circle that Ravens one. Bills Dolphins ain't winning all all they, 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 Thank you Saturday. Hey, no, you didn't hey. stop that Saturday. They, no, no. Easily. I'm not saying they're they gonna, can but, easily be one and three. Right, but if what they I'm, close the quarter pole, they can be one and three. Well, I, I, I'm not going to tell if they're going to go one and three, but I would say this: that Ravens game, circle it because you will then see physicality. You'll see the way the Ravens are playing. You'll see that Lamar Jackson to a matchup. Hopefully, Ravens Hill's going to be back a little too. Though Ravens been given a little too. I, it's going. I'm telling you, it's the, the AFC is a lot tighter, and I and I agree with your point about Kansas City, man. Like if Kansas City can catch the ball, they scare you. So well, there's yeah. a, there, and, and even the Bills get in by sneaky some kind of sneaky chance. Like but, gosh, but, so all these teams got some kind. Of flaw. But what we thought was going to happen, we thought the AFC was going to be loaded. We talked about Burrow. We talked about Kansas City and the, the Buffaloes, ball. and we knew with uh, Kansas. Now it seems like the NFC is where is with the 49ers, yeah. Yeah. the Cowboys, and the Eagles. And yeah. all of a sudden, really, when you look at it, it's really the Ravens because we have questions about every other team in the AFC not named Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I got questions about Baltimore too, though, but. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. I about them too. I'm just, but you got, way, okay, guys, you got less questions. <laughs> less questions. Yeah. Fewer. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. fewer, That's exactly. Right. The Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since a 2000 wild card game against the Colts. You know who was on the field for that? Don't, Old blue eyes. Why are you, why are you bringing Jeff up? Saturday. Jeff, it was your second what? season in the NFL. I know. And, Peyton and, wasn't and, even go. Peyton and we gave it Peyton away. In. They ran it all over. I, I remember you, it. Yeah, like yeah. well, brother, you've aged. Smith ran it. for like 200 really yards has. on y'all. She really has. General <laughs> Hospital well. Is it that Southern living? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Let's get to the one we all really care about right. in another close Oh, oh here we go. On Monday Night Football, a wild fourth quarter ended with a walk-off 37-yard field goal by Giants kicker. Randy Bullock to give New York a 24-22 victory over the Packers with Tommy DeVito at the helm yet again. Here's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur on lessons learned. I think our team learned a valuable lesson in terms of you don't play your best. It doesn't matter who you're playing, where you're playing, and when you're playing. You're not going to win the game. We lost a turnover battle. Weren't good enough in, in situational ball, third down red zone. Uh, we had plenty of opportunities to give New York Credit. They went out there. They played better than we did tonight. This game's about execution, and we didn't execute to the best of our ability. All right, Green Bay committing three turnovers last night. Stephen, I'll start with you. How bad was this loss for the Packers? By the way, Matt LaFleur had been 16-0 in the month of December in his career. I just finished raving about Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur. I should have said it. I should not have said a damn word. First him. I mean, I shouldn't have said a damn word. And then all of a sudden, you turn around and you do that last night. Now, understand, it, it, you talk about Jordan Love in six wins, one turnover. In his seven losses, Shannon, 11 turnovers. Yeah. Had a fumble and an interception last night. So that's your problem right there. That's number one. There's a second problem here. You got the second worst run defense in the National Football League, giving up 142 yards per game. Last night they gave up 209. Matt LaFleur, that's about you. That's about you and your coaches in that team. You got to fix that, okay? Because, listen, when we say you're the second worst run defense in the National Football League, that means it's a problem that has been consistently a problem. That's right. Okay? Which means that at some point you got to do something about it. Make somebody beat you a different way. The Giants sat up there and said, this is how you exploit them, and then went out and took it to another level and rushed for over two, and rushed for 209 yards. So that's problematic in and of itself. In the end, what it comes down to is this. You're Green Bay, and I thought the way that Jordan Love was flowing, you had yourself looking at him and saying, they're going to be in good hands. Right. You also had yourself looking at Matt LaFleur and going like this. All right, he ain't just living off of Aaron Rodgers anymore. This man could coach a little bit. And then suddenly stuff like that happens last night, and you realize that there's still a little something missing, that pulse of the team per se that you have. If you don't have the skills, you don't have the skills. If you don't have the talent, you don't have the talent. But when you're the Green Bay Packers, look at us coming into this season, even though we all assumed that Minnesota was going to win that division. What we said about Green Bay is that the only question mark was Jordan Love. Right. But everything else they had there were experienced, savvy, accomplished individuals that had played for years with Aaron Rodgers. So you're looking at it from that standpoint and you said, all right, they go, they should be okay if Jordan Love could give you something. We just didn't know about him. Now we're seeing there's more than just that. Like I said, your run defense, of course, Jordan Love can't turn the football over. I think it's a big time loss for the Green Bay Packers. I think they'll possibly miss the playoffs because of a loss like this. And if that is the case, obviously that's a devastating blow because that's, they, that should not have happened. Well, I think it hurts more from an emotional standpoint, Stephen A., guys, mm. for the fact of how poorly they played. You know, they gave up explosive plays in the past game. They turned the ball over on offense. They turned the ball over on defense. I mean, excuse me, on special teams. And they allowed explosive plays both offensively in the run and the pass by the Giants. 
Tommy DeVito was very decisive. If it wasn't there, he took off running. And he wasn't looking to slide uh, uh, Saturday. He was no. looking to get first downs. He was yep. looking to get the ball into the end zone. And he was very he was very decisive on where he wanted to go with the football. And the Packers, remember, I keep saying this. You lose ball games by kicking field goals once you get into the red zone. That's How right. many times did we see the Packers get into the red zone and they have to settle for field goals? We watched the Giants get into the red zone. They scored touchdown. That was an outstanding throw by uh, Tommy DeVito right there. But you're right. I just think the thing is right now is that Jordan Love is a young football player and he's making entirely too many mistakes. And there's a direct correlation tied to when he plays well, he's protecting the football. They're not a good enough team to overcome his mistakes just yet. And so he's going to have to do a better job of taking care of the football. I think if they were to get Aaron Jones back, that would provide a little bit more versatility in their offense because not only can he run it, he can also catch it. He's more of a dual threat guy than A.J. Dillon. And so and by that being said, Jordan Love needs to do a better job. He had an opportunity to maybe get a touchdown. But he overthrew the guy. They went out, ended up selling for a field. Well, he missed the field goal. But the Giants give give the Giants credit. They played well last night. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it this way: like the Packers, for me, um, they're, they're, they are about on schedule, right? This is the youngest team in the NFL, right? They have the youngest offense by a mile. Like none of their receivers, tight ends, have played more than two years, right? So now you bring in a guy who's been in the league, but he hasn't played, being in Jordan Love, okay. and he shows up. Here is the issue for Jordan Love. What showed up last night was inaccurate throws. That is what and, – and listen, when he is playing in rhythm, and you saw as the season progressed in the last few games in particular, he was very accurate with his throws. Last night, he was everywhere. And, and, the, and so I think a lot of that goes back to – it's just typical of young players. You, you, you don't know what you're going to get. That's the part that scares me about the Packers is they can go out, score 21 in the first quarter. All of a sudden, you're like, man, this team is on fire, right? And then they have games like last night where they should move the ball up and down the field on this Giants defense. They should convert in the red zone. And let me tell you, if, you, if there's nothing you looked at of LaFleur last night, that dude was pissed, bro. Like when he was yeah. up on that, that voting, he was hot because everybody failed, and he knows it, and he knows what they – the opportunity because the NFC, how many teams one, are six one, and one, seven? One, uh, six teams are six. That's insanity, years. right? Six so, teams are six. So he years. knows that win last one night put them in a totally different situation, and they blew it. And it was a it was an opportunity they should have taken advantage of, and they failed. And that those those things hurt. Well, listen, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you this too. Let's take a moment to give. Uh, Mr. Dable, some props. The Giants got, they looked like hot trash at the early part of the season. We didn't know. I mean, it was horrible. Look at them right now. And then not, let me give, let me give this Three praise four, to DeVito. Right? First undrafted rookie quarterback in NFL history to win three straight starts without an interception. Yeah. Without an interception. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just looking at this kid right now. I'm, it, it, We'll talk about it later. And listen, they, they look better yeah. with him, he, Shannon. Than yeah, than he ran it. Listen, yeah. he ran it for seventy. He ran yes. that ball for seventy. No, like that's that's. Let's expound upon that. Do you agree with him? What he just said that this Giants team looks better than with Daniel Jones? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, man. Like like he wins the game in the end. Like they have they have they have to drive the ball down. The, the, the deep over. I can't remember the receiver at the end of the game on the second and one that he puts that ball on. I mean, it's nasty. Like like Devito. What it wasn't like he didn't have to do something. They had to come back to get that win, and he put that, that together. He was four. Four or five of five on that final drive, like that's doing something, man. Like that, there is, 
you know, don't don't ever discredit like guys finding ways to win. I, I think he he gives them a spark and especially physically. You thought you saw that first pull down where he gets to the one yard line early before Barkley's touchdown. That's a freaking tough run, man. Like yeah. like people are buying in, right? And that, that's what you're looking for in a locker room. Question. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure it wouldn't be a bad idea. Even when Daniel Jones come back next year, hey, I'm gonna put the quarterback job up for grabs. Absolutely, you just, should. I'm just not gonna hand the hand the, uh, uh, the ball over to Daniel Jones. Yes. No way. No way. Because this kid, this young man is playing extremely well. Now, I don't know what he told the offensive line. I don't know what he told his receivers. But they're making plays and they're blocking something, some of the things that didn't get done when yep. Daniel Jones was the starting quarterback. Give that, give Dayball credit for keeping this team together. Right. But, hey, this kid is showing that maybe well, he belongs. Yeah. Not just that. You two are obviously more equipped to answer this question. That's why I'm going to ask instead of commenting about it. You see cats rallying yes. around this. For sure. I, so I'm like, it says something to me yes, because does. I'm like, wait a minute. Those same dudes were not playing like that when Daniel Jones was behind center. Now, is that the coaching or is that the fact that these players believe in one believe. more than they believe in the other? Well, the, Y'all answer that question well, for they, me. They, I can tell you, they feel it. Like, so, so let me, I'll give you an example. Last night when Saquon Barkley takes that thing, has that huge run and fumbles it, and, and, and they end up getting the ball back. That it's, DeVito said he walked over to Saquon and like, let it ride because we're going to win this game. Like, there are certain dudes who they got that they got that thing about them, and guys mm-hmm. rally around that when yes. there is a when there is a no die mentality in it, and there ain't no finger pointing. This dude's like, hey, let it ride because I'm gonna go. That to me speaks volumes about a team getting behind somebody. Don't you agree, Shannon? I agree one thousand percent. There's yeah. something to be said instead of hoping and expecting. That's it right. It seems to me that when De- when Devito's in the game, they expect to win. They don't hope. Well, if we do this, if our defense get five takeaways, if 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 we don't turn the football over, they believe. And you look at the way he was taking off running, Stephen A. Yeah. He was decisive. He yeah. was trying to hit his head on the goalpost. He wasn't looking for a soft place to land. He was running with conviction. He's like, I'm running for a reason. There's That's a right. purpose why I got this ball under my arm and you watch the way he threw on that final drive he hit yeah. that sail right and uh, uh Wandell Roberts turns the ball up that's it and Robinson. like you said the over man he has he I don't know what it is but they believe that he can get them a victory they do and, believe and, and that Stephen, and he's doing and, it and Stephen A like what you when you were talking about do you think they're better because it is Daniel Jones, the Achilles heel for him has been turnovers, whether it was fumbles, interceptions, inopportune times. And you said it. When the dude, the dude, the dude goes three or four, I mean, like, he is, he is giving his team a shot to win. That's all you ask for in the NFL. Like, Shane, look, man, you're going to get to the fourth quarter of a lot of games. The last three minutes are going to decide it. If you haven't been the guy that's, that's put your team behind the eight ball, (laughs) man, you've gone a long way in Giants land. Like, that's just a fact for the last few years. But they got a tough go of it the rest of the way because they're in. New Orleans, they're in Philly, uh, host the Rams, and then host Philly again. They, they, yeah. could, they could win at least two of those games. It's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to watch. Which, the way that Philadelphia, the, the way the winning? Eagles are looking, the way the Eagles are looking, winning? it might you be three of those games. You don't, don't you think. get silly. I'm just saying. You, you are think getting you're beating Philly? I hope. I hope you know what? I, I can't wait to see your top five. I can't wait to see your A-list. Right now, just from that comment right there, man. I'm ready. You don't have no objectivity, All right, let me roll, guys. you just saying. Still to come on first take. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. 
especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Quick takes, let's get it. Shohei Otani's historic contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers will see him defer $68 million of his annual $70 million salary. Sources with the deal set on Monday. Stephen A., what do you think of him deferring a grand total of $680 million, 97% of his contract? I've never seen anything like this. I, I'm just trying to figure out why I give it to the Dodgers to handle. So I want all that money. Let me do what I want to do with it rather than you giving it to me later on in life and stuff like that. I understand you. Now, Neza, I do understand he's trying to avoid those California. There you Thank go. You about that. Chefs and checkers, that. baby. I understand that, but financial advisors obviously know that all too well and a bunch of them were texting me last night like yo what's he doing you take that yourself and you defer it you know what the, what the hell are you giving it to them for whatever i don't know i'm just going to say this i imagine he's a highly intelligent individual and he knows what he's doing i gotta look more into this to really have a a, a, a definitive opinion about it on its face I don't like the idea of the Dodgers giving me the money down the line. I just don't. But he knows better than me. In the end, he gonna get that seven hundred million something. He built he built a house in Florida, Texas, or Tennessee. He built a house somewhere. Remember what I said yesterday on the show Saturday? Of the seventy million, if he were to get paid seventy million per year. In the state of California, after taxes, he would have got like 34 That's insanity. 34.8 no, million. No, sir. 35 million would have went back to no, the all that. government and federal government. Because no. you understand, 12% on 70 million a year, that, oh, uh, 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 guy, uh, uh, uh. that's seven and a half, eight million dollars. Now, right. eight million dollars times 10 is 80 million. Thank you. So, get, uh, you know what? I did really well when I was with the Angels. I made over 100 and something million with them. In, in, in California and Uncle Sam, 
Uncle Sam is the only guy that ain't got to do no work but get 50%. <laughs> right, he, right. he, need to get his, he need to get his own damn job and stay out my That's pocket. right. Amen to that. Until we come up with a better solution, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're preaching on this show. Shannon is the first person. Shannon Shaw is the first person in American history that said Uncle Sam needs to go get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out your pocket. It's true, though. He's right. He's right. Uncle said the only person getting paid that don't do no work. Mm. You know? All right. I got it. I got it. All right, we're not the only ones fired up here. How about Patrick Mahomes? Never Ooh. seen him that salty as we did on Sunday. He was livid with officials after that offsides call on Kadarius Toney Sunday and their loss to the Bills. The Chiefs have now lost four of six. Yep. Uh, Mahomes walked it back yesterday, though. Now, obviously, you don't want to react that way. I just, I mean, I care, man. I love it. I love, I love this game. I love my teammates, and I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win. Um, but uh, obviously, can't can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And um, so I, I was uh, I, I was still hot and emotional. Um, but you can't do that, man. All right, Stephen A., do you feel like it's time for Mahomes to publicly call out his receivers? Yes. I do. Um, that doesn't mean you excoriate them, you, 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 you throw them under the bus. I'm not talking about something that, that demonstrative, uh, Shannon, Jeff. But it's like enough's enough of constantly talking about something else other than where the real problem lies. At right. some point in time, it's about – this is where we got to fix because if we fix this, we don't have these problems. You can be nice about it, you know what I'm saying? You can, you don't have to, you don't have to be truculent and all of that about it. But, but, but you got to be real at some point. And I have no doubt that he's doing this behind closed doors. So I get all of that. But what I'm trying to say is that there have been too many instances where Patrick Mahomes has covered for his receivers, has gone up there and he has said the politically correct thing, the diplomatic thing. Or in last week, in, in this past Sunday's game, okay, it's, you know what, hey, it's it's the officiating and you're going ballistic. 33 drops this year. Mm. 33. They dropping touchdown passes. They're dropping key Pivotal first down catches on third down conversions or on third down attempted conversions. You know, Tom, you're lining up offsides flagrantly so the referee can't even see the damn football. The receiver on the opposite side is behind the football. He is lined up properly. You are there. I mean, you're the receiver. You're supposed to be looking on the other side as well. You don't, I mean, you are way in front. And then they had to actually, the, the stupidity of the Kansas City Chiefs and others to point out, well, Kadarius Tony actually was over the line of scrimmage on about three or four occasions during the game. Well, what the hell is that? Dan Olaski. I mean, I mean, that's just embarrassing. Oh, you're yeah. pointing out that's Dan Olaski, right? You're pointing out how as, as if to say, well, you know what? I mean, Dan, what's the problem with him robbing the store? He did it five times. Ain't nobody bothered him then. What's wrong with robbing it a sixth time? That don't make no damn sense, Dan Olaski. But that's what he did. I'm just saying that you got at some point, Shannon, Mahomes has to be able to say, yo, I just need us to be better. I need us to play better. My receivers, we, we got to step it up, period. Go ahead, Saturday. 
listen, you, you have lost your mind on this. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I, I appreciate, like, your conviction about what the receivers are doing. If you think Patrick Mahomes will go just try to piss off all his receivers by saying you can't catch, you can't line up, I'm telling everybody. Captain Obvious can see that they've all screwed up. Like, like we all, we're talking about it enough. He don't need to go. Let me tell you what happens. Receivers, when they get their, their, their feelings hurt, it's only going to get worse. You don't want it to get You have to go play with these guys and get in the playoffs with these guys and go win, hopefully, another Super Bowl with these guys. The last thing you want to do is make this a public confrontation. I have no problem with, hey, everybody else making it. We're making enough points. We're showing enough errors by them. We have all seen it. We've all taken the pressure off Patrick Mahomes. He does not need to do that anymore. The last thing you want to do is upset the apple cart with those receivers. They Listen, they all know they've dropped the ball. They all know they can't line up sometimes. They all know they're running poor routes, which I think is probably the biggest thing of frustration for Patrick Mahomes. He don't know where they're going to be. That That's what drives you crazy because as a quarterback, he's good enough to put the ball wherever it should be. But when you don't know if that route's going to be cut short, if he's going to stop, is he going to go vertical, all the different combinations that could happen, I think that's the part of the frustration that you see from Patrick Mahomes. This ain't about a misalignment. This ain't about a drop. This is about the progression throughout the season of, of them not getting better. But all that needs to be handled inside the building. It does not need to be a public, you know, uh, acknowledgement. Everybody else in the world knows. We, Captain Obvious, we've all seen it. Don't be that guy to separate your locker room. He's fine. too smart for that. Go ahead, Shannon. You know what? I'm going to put this on Travis Kelsey because when guys, when we were, when I was playing and guys would drop passes or do something, I would make light of the situation. Hell, my sister could have caught that one. Mm-hmm. My granny could have got in and out of that break a lot quicker than what you did. You know, I'm going to make light of the situation. Here we are there. We're running around like a fire drill. We lining up offsides. So I'm making light of a situation because I knew John wasn't going to do that. So yeah. now that's where I step in, being a leader, and make sure myself, Rod, Ed, all the uh, Willie Green, everybody else is going to be held accountable. Because I'm going to say what Seven wouldn't, what John Elway wouldn't. That's, that's right. my job. So if I'm Travis Kelsey, I get the guys together, we watch a little tape, I'm going to make light of the situation. I'm like, well, damn. Did you have your eyes closed on that one, Carl? You know, yeah. I'm going to make light of it, and they're going to get the point without me but, beating them down. I think the thing with Patrick Mahomes, if he were to do this publicly, I agree with you, Saturday. It's going to even take more of their confidence. And what I want right. to do well, is I want to make light of a situation and try to give these guys some confidence. We know they're playing, we know they're playing bad. That goes yeah. without saying. And we know in order for them to get to ultimately where they want to be, Stephen A., right. they're going to have to play better. But if I'm Travis Kelsey, I take that onus off Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to make a lot of a situation. I'm going to get the guys together and say we've got to be better in okay. order for us to reach our final destination. I appreciate both of y'all points. I truly do. But what I'm saying is, damn, how much more can he do in terms of handling the situation? Nothing. Right. We, 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 we approaching week 13. You dropped 33 of my passes. Okay, we lost five games because of that. Okay, we lost the game against the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, we lost a couple of other games. First game of the season, we did Detroit. We lost a couple of games this season. How many of my damn passes are you gonna drop? I'm not. Again, I'm not saying to go into the the press room and dog them. I'm going like this. There's a standard that's been set up here. We're not meeting it. We know why. We need to get our act together. Something as simplistic as that. It's not off-putting as far as I'm concerned. And, Shannon, I'll throw this by you and Jeff Saturday. 
Remember, you, you, you've interviewed you and you've talked to the great Isaiah Thomas. Remember what Isaiah yeah. Thomas said years ago? You know what? He gave John Sally a pass uh, Saturday. Gave John Sally a pass. He looked at John Sally. You, 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 missed that, you missed that damn shot again. You might not see the ball for two weeks. Yes. I was interviewing Joe Montana years ago, and we were talking about some receiver controversy and how they were getting into it with their quarterback. And I asked Joe Montana, what would he do? He said, I'd look at the receiver and be like this. You, you, you want to see the ball again? That's right. Say, because I can assure you, you won't. You know, say you better shut the hell up, watch your mouth, and stuff like that. And then suddenly, suddenly, you would go about the business of making sure that message was understood. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about not pacifying these. These brothers are grown men. They ain't wearing diapers. They ain't children. This ain't prep school. Hey, you in the hey, pros. You dropping passes. You costing us money. I asked, the, I asked the receivers, I'm like, bro, who made those gloves? Product, they look good, but they damn sure ain't working. Yeah, so, right. you know, you just make light of a situation, and uh, they're going to be laughing at like, but, man, I, I, I need to get on my grind because I am not playing up to the standard. But here's the thing. You have to be careful because Patrick Mahomes has not had his best year, and the last thing you need him to do is to start to press because now he exacerbates an already bad situation okay. while trying to make these, these off-kilter throws. He doesn't okay. need to do that. Those guys just need to step up, and I believe it's Trav. Let Trav take on that responsibility. Yeah, I think I think part of the issue, and your point is well taken, if it was one receiver, Stephen A., the problem is it's all of the receivers. So it's not just one guy. Like, Sky Moore hasn't done what they expected him to do, right? Tony's making these drops and these errors. Even Rice earlier on, you know, had yeah. – So it's – they all are MBS. taking turns, right? Yeah, MVS, right, in the end zone. It's put right in his hands. He has – so – Everybody is taking their turn. So it, it's not if it was one guy. You, but if you're Patrick Mahomes, that's four dudes I just named off. If all You can't not throw it to all four of them. Like, somebody's got to go play, right? You ain't got but one dude left, right? So it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's elimination of your teammates if you do that. Because, again, if it's one player, like, look, I play with Manning, but he, he will look at a dude. You, you do it again, you ain't getting it, right? Like, like, they do have that mentality. All the great ones do. But if, if it's the position as a whole, this is where it goes back. And I think, Shannon, you said it in the first segment. Man, why don't you go get a, a Hopkins, bro? Like, it, like it blows no, my no, mind no, no, no excuse that they didn't that. go Absolutely do that. They because got Hopkins. it's that kind of Absolutely. situation that, that comes back to bite you in these moments. Because well, this is listen, the guy, this is the group you're going with. All I'm going to say, I'm going to give this last word to the both of y'all. We week 13 of this NFL season. Everything y'all said has already been done and tried. You know it has. Some, I mean, at some point in time, I got to I, I got I got to get a pulse from you. I got to get some. I got to exhaust all means is what I'm trying to say again. But, try something. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, Stephen, A., because they ha- they had success with that last year. Remember, they got to and won the Super Bowl with that same group of receivers. So they automatically assumed they were going to yeah. get even yeah. better and go to the next level. They've regressed and it's mm-hmm. shown. Yep. Absolutely, Shannon. And now they lead the NFL in drops Oof. and drop rate. It's unbelievable. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. 
You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Let's keep the party going. I got a quick take for you, Stephen A. Check out Victor Wenbanyama posterizing mm. Shengun last night. How impressive was this? Oh, please. I, you know, I, 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 listen, fellas, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a killer. Wenbanyama can ball. He can handle. He can shoot. I think he's got an incredible future. I'm so happy to see him in the NBA. But I'm sick and tired of people trying to make a big deal about a 7'5 guy. He's 7'5". He, he doesn't have to jump to dunk. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking? Shannon, the most embarrassing photo of my life with NBA draft night. I'm standing next to Wimbiana to take a picture. I came up to here. Oh, yeah. I came up to his stomach. You understand what I'm saying? I'm looking like mini me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. that, that, that's that, it's like, yo, he's 7'5". Yeah. Why are we acting like him dunking is such a big deal? Yeah, he's only two inches. T- he is only two inches shorter than Goliath, and they say Goliath was the tallest man to ever live. Come on, That's man! Right. He's supposed to be able to dunk. He's seven, so all he has to do is just hold his hand up above his head, That's and right. he can dunk without jumping. Come yeah. on, people! It's Y'all like, make it seem like Bugsy Bogues dunked on the guy. I love my producers here at First Take. They do an outstanding job. We've got some of the best producers <laughs> in the business. But they got this love affair with Wimbiana. I mean, Everybody. they really, really do. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, Stephen, hey, did you see the dunk? What? Did you bring up a dunk for the seventh for the, for the seven foot five guy? Is that what you do? I mean, really? I would hope so. Are you but, are you more interested in the seventeen game losing streak? Both them and the ooh. Pistons. Yes. That's the first time both, in both NBA history. Both them and what? Well, the Detroit Pistons. Yes, yes, yes. Let me say this. Yeah, Detroit, but that's but it's like the first time there's been let, multiple let, let me, seventeen game losing streaks. Let, in let NBA me say history. this. Ooh. I'm going to say this. 
that's that's very, very bad on the part of the San Antonio Spurs 17 straight. Life without Tim Duncan is significantly different Preach from Greg that. Popovich. Yeah. Was when he was there, no doubt about it. Okay, that's number one. Number two, the Detroit Pistons. There mm. are people who are not dead, like Rick Mahorn, like Isaiah Thomas, like Joe Dumas, like Bill, Bill Lambert and others, who are still rolling over in their graves and ain't even dead yet. <laughs> that's how bad the damn Detroit Pistons are. It breaks my heart because I love me some Monty Williams, who I believe can coach. But they have lost 20 straight. They, by the way, got back-to-back games coming up against Philly. That's going to be 22. And then Milwaukee, that's going to be 23, okay? And then, oh, by the way, do you know dating back to last season, the Detroit Pistons have lost 44 of their last 48 games? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, you can't you, – you, you, people take nights off. They, they, they sit up there. They, you know, you catch people sleeping. Indiana played in Vegas – Lost the championship game, had a day off in Detroit, okay, and still dropped 130 on them when they played against Detroit. The Detroit Pistons are a horror show, a horror show. It's bad, man, and and I feel very, very bad for Weaver, Troy Weaver, and Monty Williams, but my God, I did not expect it to be this bad. 44 or 48? Yes. You know what, guys? in a situation like this, I don't even know if I have practice. Because if we practicing and we getting our beat, we got to try something else. We got to try <laughs> something else, Saturday. And you know that, Saturday. You know in the NFL, for if you're sure. doing something, time if, time you lo- if you lose three or four games in a row, the coach is going to move practice. They're going to change yeah. meeting times. Yes. You're gonna, we're going to do things differently. We're going to practice differently. Yes. But at some point in time, you're like, you know what? Practice, it ain't working. So we might as well just show, hey, yeah. I see y'all tomorrow. Hey, meet us at the arena at 7 o'clock. Play a little street ball. We might be better off. Might be better off. <laughs> That's bad, Stephen A. It's, 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 getting it's, getting, it's getting so bad, you should be ashamed to show up at the arena. That's how bad it's mm. looking for them. I, 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 I mean, might, there's just no excuse for the, I mean, you can't catch somebody sleeping. Dang. You can't hey. catch somebody napping. Get something. Hey, Stephen A., we might need to go to the we might need to go to the Pistons game where some Air Force One, some Jordan, some LeBron. They might put us in for a couple of minutes. <laughs> you know what? I, once upon a time, that would have been laughable. We can't even say that. Mm. You know <laughs> I, 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 I promise you this though: I wouldn't shoot like I throw the first pitch. That I promise you. Oh, I don't, I don't, oh okay. I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I don't know, Stephen A. You ain't shot a basketball in a long time. You might airball and, that thing. And, and, and let me tell you something: I can't do worse. Oh, All right. Okay, I can't worry. Okay, you compare you compare your shot to what they're doing currently. How about that? All right. But these cities deserve better, especially Detroit. Right. They Listen, do. I hope bad, they can man. get it together. It's bad. 